Now, to matters back home, as many as 15,000 teenagers are working to help support their families. It's not clear how many of them are dropping out of school to do this, but the Child Poverty Action Group says that we need to make sure kids don't stop their education in order to put food on the table. Alan Johnson is from the group and is with us now. Hey, Alan. Oh, hi, uh, Heather. Uh, the, the, these kids who are working, do we know how much they're working? Is it one, two, five, ten, forty-hour weeks? Look, um, what we've done is just looked at some of the background data on income and stuff to to, to try and get an uh, estimate of of how many how many young people are involved in this. Generally speaking, they'll be working more than fifteen hours a week, though. So it's not just a couple of hours a week; it's it's a significant amount, um, and. Um, and obviously it comes potentially at the expense of what they could, could achieve at school. So, I mean, 15 hours a week could be a couple of couple of normal shifts over a weekend, couldn't it? Yeah, it could be a weekend, a couple of days in a weekend. Or it could be, you know, you know, five hours um, for three days, three evenings a week. Yeah. Um, and, that's, that's, and, you know, that, that sort of stuff isn't necessarily excessive. But, I mean, it depends what else is happening in their lives. And, and clearly, you know, at certain times in their academic year, they need to focus on their, on their, on their school and not on, on their job, you know. Uh, what's an, if fifteen is, is is not great, then what's ideal? Look, we think we think fifteen to twenty is probably the maximum. Yeah. Um, you know, it, a lot depends too on on the circumstances. You know, what else they're doing in their lives. Um, you know, what sort of support they've got from their family. You know, how how long they have to commute to get to and from the job. Mm. When the when the work is, all those sorts of things. So, we just think there should be some sort of guidelines set um, that. You know, and, and it's always difficult to apply guidelines because because at the end of the day, someone has to enforce them if you want them to be meaningful. But really, we should perhaps suggest to employers that they shouldn't be offering work to, put, to, to, to kids at school for more than you know, 15 or 20 hours a week. But then, I mean, is that a wise thing to do? Because what if what if the kid says, I'm not at school anymore? Do they then does the employer then not give them the hours? Well, I mean, I, I think I think. Um, that's the risk that you face is that the that these young people sort of uh, disengage from school and just say, look, you know, I, I can't balance it up. I, you know, obviously at some point I'm going yeah. to have to leave school I mean, anyway. I've got a job. Alan, I let, could move move on. You know? I understand what you're talking about, right? What you're talking about is you've got somebody who's perfectly capable at school and they get lured out of it by the need to help their family yeah. and an employer yeah. just yeah. takes takes. Yeah. You know, takes the opportunity. Well, but what the, about you know, the employer? The employer actually, obviously, you know, wants people to do the work. I mean, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, that's not their job to make certain that a student stays at school. But, yeah, but then, what about if you've got a dumb one? Mindful. I mean, some kids are dumb, right? Some kids are not good at it. They're just not good at school. They're better off going and doing, I don't know, something that doesn't require using too much of your brain. Can we stop them from getting a job if they're under eighteen? Look, um, well, I mean, obviously, you can leave school at sixteen, and and sometimes, and you you've probably you know, found this when you're at school that sometimes kids are better off out of school than they are in school for the reason that, you know, that they're, they're happy and more content doing that. So, you know, I think part of that is about that transition from school to work, which is always a difficult transition, uh, regardless. And I think part of that too is to ensure that w- young people don't have their opportunities sort of curtailed because of these economic pressures on their family. Yeah. Ideally, you know, if they've got if they've got the talent to, to stay at school and get qualifications, ideally we should be supporting them to do that. But how do we support them, Alan? And this is the thing, right? There is no parent out there who wants a smart kid, unless they're really dumb themselves, there is no parent that wants a smart kid to stop going to school. But there are desperate times. There is no teacher that wants a smart kid to stop going to school, no headmaster and no student themselves, right? So People want kids who are good at school to stay in school, but life happens. How do you stop that from happening? Look, I guess part of it is to, you know, one of the things that we think is that ideally, you know, we should have programs 
you know, income support programs that, that encourage kids to stay at school and not simply sort of drift away. Like as you how, how would that might. work? Well, I, I do know that there are programs that do assist low-income families to, you know, to, to support their children once, once they um, get past school living age. But the, the irony here is that, that, that if, a, if a young person goes to school to earn some money to supplement the family income, they mm. then don't qualify for the, for the assistance. So, you know, it's sort of like a, it's one of those sort of um, ironic sort of twists of policy. But ideally, perhaps, you know, and, and it needs to be income tested, but you know, there's a sort of a grant of sort of some sort of you know some sort of income top up that allows um, low income families to to ensure the the young people stay at school. It must be incredibly hard for a young person who knows their family is under significant stress to sit there at school and not to want to contribute. You know, and I think that's part of the thing that that we need to sort of try and um, try and sort of um, address. Yeah, I get I get where you're coming from. Alan, thank you very much. Alan Johnson, Child Poverty Action Group. I apologise, actually. I shouldn't call kids dumb, eh? Some kids who are just not good at, at school are actually just really smart at other things. doesn't mean they're dumb. It just means they're great cricket players or something else, something completely different. Great runners, great rugby players, anything athletic. For more from Heather Duplessy-Allen Drive, listen live to News Talk ZB from 4pm weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.